Pickaxe. Hello and welcome back to the Review of Death, a Doctor Who podcast, your fortnightly home for Doctor Who news and reviews. I'm Matthew Toffolo. This is Billy Garrett John. Hello. Uh, this is going out some point in the hazy future. Whoa. We're talking to you from the past. Speaking of hazy, cheers, my baver. Cheers. How are you doing? Cheers. Nice cheers. to see you. Right. We're right, doing. My lover. We're doing a big batch of videos, like. Yeah, because he's in New Zealand now. By the time you watch this, I might actually be. You will. You will. No. Uh, you might just be on the... Let me consult the Rod uh, manual. Ah. Uh, as of this recording, uh, yes, I will be, in fact. Oh, really? The day this goes out... Uh, oh, fuck, no, because it's the day before. Anyway, yes, I would have landed in New Zealand. Okay. Um, so I've got to make sure I've got all of my uh, tweets scheduled. Oh. So that it all goes out in order. Um, but yeah, we're recording a bunch of stuff in advance, so... Uh, for the sort of from now until whenever yeah it's sort of more of a general chat about Doctor Who rather than reacting to news immediately yeah. and if you want to know our thoughts and feelings on things that are happening in the now probably better to stay tuned into the Twitter account I guess so yeah and the and Patreon unless there's as well anything very yeah significant in which happens. case I will pay uh, out of my right arse for <laughs> Wi-Fi on the flight and go <laughs> and now we've got a 16th Doctor and it will just be a whole oh mess um, but today we're talking about overrated episodes of Doctor Who yeah now this is a subject Matt that we have covered before yeah we did seven years ago wow and um, I tell you what I did Matthew what did you do before we arrived here today yeah I watched that video oh god um, oh, God. oh God! I mean, it was a bit fishy. Um, and where so, did we film this? Was it at your? This was house? in your room, right? Against the, the action figure cabinet. Yeah, still and, there. Uh, still there. So seven years ago. So uh, series nine was about to come out. Wow! Because there's a point in it where you turn to me and say, uh, "Spoilers! Uh, you know, um, Osgood and the Zygons are going to be." in the new series. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I know that's gonna happen. Yeah. So we're sort of, uh, whatever that point is in history. Okay. Um, and what we did in that video is we looked at the f uh, 50 years DWM yeah. magazine and we went through the episodes at the top and sort of thought, well, are these overrated? Are they not? Is there anything we can pick out yeah. uh, from there? We asked you at home on Twitter um, uh, what your most overrated episodes in your opinion were. And we also wrote down five of our own. Mm. Um, so I think what we're going to do first is we're going to go through our list, yeah. give it a quick run through, just some quick fire comments on yeah. either side. Then we're going to look at what we thought of the most overrated episodes from the previous video. Cool. And then we're going to look at your submissions. Nice. That sounds good. Nice and simple. Um, should we do, let's do one each, shall we? I, I, oh, shit. I've got... Sh shall we explain what we mean by an overrated episode? Because I did see on uh... Twitter that some people weren't really sure what that meant and... Well, I mean, I thought it was pretty self-explanatory. I think our own submissions are going to kind of define what we think yeah. of an overrated episode, I mean, really. It's, it's, I, I don't know how to describe it other than it's just stories that are generally held in very high opinion by collective fandom yeah. that you personally think, oh, it's not that good. That's the thing. This, really? This whole thing is entirely subjective. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so we're just going to talk about episodes that we think are overrated. But it's going to be interesting to see if there is any crossover between what you guys have to yeah. say and what appears on our list. Very much so. Um, I've got four and you've got six. I've got six. So between us, we've got we've got ten. We've got ten. So that's that all right. Fair all right. enough. So did I'm going to struggle to find five. I, I had. I have to be honest. <laughs> I, just I, kept going. I actually did struggle. <laughs> wow, interesting. Um, I think that's because I've mellowed out a lot. Wow. In the last I mean, I've of mellowed years. out a lot. In yeah. The last no. Few no. Years, that's true. Yeah. 
Well, let's go through them. You're looking very green. This is very green today. Yeah. With, with, looking at your face and the plant behind you, you look like you're about to... Drop dead in a, in a, in a mine shaft in that, South Wales. Or give a blowy to a big Typhonian beast. <laughs> right, let's just go into this fucking thing now, right? Okay, before we get any further down the blowy hole. Um, right, number one for me. Yeah. The Stolen Earth and Journey's End. Yeah, that's... Because, you know, I've got another new series finale on this that, list That as well. could have been on my list. Yeah. I, I debated it, for um, sure. Wilf with the paintball gun. Yeah, that's good. Julian Bleacher's Davros. He's amazing. The cliffhanger to Stolen Earth. Fantastic. And beyond that, there yeah. isn't much in there that I'm super, super keen on. Yeah, I know people really gush over the whole Companions piloting the TARDIS thing. That is lovely, if only to get in the thing that it has to be piloted by X number of Time yeah. Lords, which is a sweet idea. Yeah. Um, but... Martha if... Jones looking down the camera. Doesn't she? She looks oh, down yeah, the camera. Oh, yeah, she looks straight down the yeah. camera, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... I it's think good. it deserves I mean, a, a reappraisal, I think, especially because 60th anniversary year, yeah. Dr. D- Dr. Donna thing happening. Of course, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we'll probably get round to that later this year. Yeah, point. I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm not at the point where I was when I was an angry teenager mm. throwing the DVD out the window or whatever I did. You did uh, do that. I did do that. Uh, channeling my inner angry video game nerd there. Yeah. Um, oh, God, no. Uh, Nobody wants to be the angry video game nerd in 2023. No. Um, yeah, I wonder what, what happened to him. Um, uh, he did a movie and it didn't do very well. Really? Yeah, I think he spent a lot of money on it and I don't think he recouped the costs. Oh, shit. Well, That's well, why we should never do a film. Oh, or we if could... we do, let's do it on a budget. Uh, or just let it be good. Cheap and cheerful, like it used to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do a film. Um, yeah, what could we do a film about? This is a whole different... I mean, I've already pitched us going around and looking yeah. at locations around the UK. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm flying to the side of the world now, so... But, but difficult. There's How many Doctor Who locations are you going to get over there? One. And that's from an advert. And that's from, <laughs> that's from an advert in the 90s with Tom, <laughs> Tom Baker. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun. It's a, nice, it's a nice bookend to mm. that era. Mm. Um, but I guess, unless... I mean, I like the Russell T. Davies era. Yeah. But I think unless you're really your heart and soul is into it. Mm. You, it mm. might not hit quite the same way. It's, I think it's only his second worst finale, in my uh, opinion. Right, let me think. What finales have he, has he got? It's going to come up later. So let's... Fine. let's okay. Should we dive okay. into your, your right. first one on um, your list? Okay, the first one on my list uh, will stay on new series stories. Mm. Blink. Yeah, I, I assume that was going to come up. Because... I do get tired of people saying, oh, it's the best episode of Doctor Who ever. And it's just, there's so many issues. I mean, I think it's fantastic. Mm. We reviewed it last year mm. and we both said it we, is we did gush about it. Yeah, yeah. piece of TV. Um, but as an episode of Doctor Who, it's not the best because Doctor Who's not really in it. And I mean, the Weeping Angels are a fantastic creation that have sadly only got worse as time has gone on because they've been used in... Too many stories and overexposure. The, the overexposure. The mystique's gone, um, and I think that surprisingly, you know, the Chibnall story kind of actually bolstered them again and made them a bit of a threat. Yeah. Um, because you just started getting daft stuff, didn't you? 
the angels in Manhattan with the weeping angel bloody Statue of Liberty. And which doesn't really make any sense. They're but. moving in the Series yeah. 5 2 part. I went to Puzzlewood the other week. Oh, did you? Yeah, it's we went. It's really cool. Ago. It's a fantastic place. Oh, it's man. amazing. I'd encourage anybody within spitting distance of the West yeah. Country to go and visit Puzzlewood. Yeah, it's really we cool. Went, we went one weekend. <clears throat> Didn't realise we had to pay to get in. We got there. Yeah. It was like eight quid or something. And to then get we, in. And we were, we're like, like what? we're starving. We, haven't, we, we didn't go to a service station on the way there. And we were like, well, we have to eat food here. Eat before you get there. <laughs> That's my only advice. Don't well, get. Well, they got farm animals there. You could have bludgeoned the chicken over there. And I didn't have time. We got there like two in the afternoon. I said, I'm not going to be able to spit Eat roast this pig. I'm sorry to spit roast this pig. Excuse me. How are you, David Cameron? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, um, yeah, okay. So blink. I mean, blink. blink. I think Blink is yeah. I, I, yeah, it's a self-explanatory one. Blink. Yeah. Why that is. An overrated story. Very I, good. Yeah, very I, good. I, I think this is the thing. You know, we need to stress that just because we're saying it's overrated doesn't necessarily mean we're Absolutely. saying it's shit. I it, think I think everything I've got down here, maybe with the exception of of Stolen Earth Journey's End and, and the last one I mentioned, is at least a sort of like six or a seven out of ten in my eyes. Uh, I agree with the exception of. No, it's, yeah, it's probably about yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so my second one, yeah. you may bludgeon me over this. Oh my God. Is the Ark in Space. Wow, really? I just think, like, there's the Homo sapiens and the whole of the first part yeah. where they're dodging the, um, the the little droids in the ceiling. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Um, and, but, droid, wow, that's, that's being uh, very um, you know what complimentary I mean? to it. The, the uh, lamp. The lamp, the lampshade, the Ikea lampshade. Um, <laughs> when you said that, I was like, you know what I mean, I know you mean. the security system um, but you know I'm sure bubble wrap was pretty interesting mm. at the time Yeah. but for a Doctor Who costume in 2023 eyes it's not you know really you're, you're going to hold that against it no I'm, it's not just that I like I think I. If, it's a slow burn as well it is a slow burn parter. once you get past part one yeah. you just want to get to the end really like mm. parts two and three haven't really got an awful lot going for it no i, I know what you mean I, I i like the dynamic between the crew but yeah. there, there there isn't enough of the crew and i know that's kind of the point because they're all still in stasis and stuff but there isn't en- there isn't enough of a cast plus the wirren yeah to really make up i think a really full-blooded story right and there are great moments but i think that it's held up in in too high esteem in my in my opinion for Especially because that season is really good. Interesting. You know, I, like, I really like the Sontaran experiment. It's only two episodes long. Yeah. Which always has that going for it. Yeah. Uh, Robot, I think, is underrated. Yeah. And we'll probably... I like Robot. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll do an underrated version of this um, video point. at some point. Mm. Uh, Genesis is great. See, Genesis... I, I almost put that on my list yeah. as overrated. Yeah. Because Genesis is superb. Mm. But... Mm. It, I don't know. I think... I mean, I, not, I sat down and watched all six parts all the way through not long ago, and yeah. I was fine. But sometimes I find, oh, maybe you could have... I mean, I, we had this discussion last night at home that yeah. probably most Doctor Who stories could be four parts. You know? Oh, they don't a- every to, Doctor Who story could be four parts. Yeah. That's why um, they had omnibus editions or well, yeah, you know, exactly. cut-down edits. Um, and I think that's the only thing that lets down Genesis of the Daleks, mm. is it could be a little bit shorter. 
But it's still brilliant. For me, it feels more like world building, though. Yeah. Because the Daleks are such an important part of Doctor Who's history. Yeah. That you feel like you kind of need to see... You owe it to them. Yeah, like to have all that stuff. And like maybe the stuff with Davros's experiments in the caves and all that could probably be cut. There's a bit of padding, isn't there, that you could get rid of. But then you lose all the stuff in between of like the Doctor and Sarah going through the vents and Harry getting attacked by the clam. Yeah. You know, that's fun. Um, we now, when we did the video seven years ago, we did talk about Blink, right, and Genesis of the Daleks. Yeah. Uh, for Blink, uh, we said not enough Doctor. Yeah. And I think I said I didn't really buy the Sally Sparrow and whoever she gets off with in that story that they oh, were yeah, going to yeah. be a couple in the long brother, term. Yeah. And for Genesis, uh, we both said not enough Daleks. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that is another thing with Genesis of the Daleks. But I suppose it's about their inception, yeah. so we kind of it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, and you're not gonna not put Daleks in the title. Oh yeah, exactly. You have exactly. to do it because you know you're not gonna call the story Davros because everyone's gonna be like, "Who's Davros?" Do you know? And again, we had this conversation, right? Uh, and I suggested we should it should be called the Carleds. Oh yeah. Rather than the Daleks. Yeah, that would have been cool. That but then again, nice. that wouldn't have bumped a rating. No. People would have looked at Radio Times and gone, yeah. "A Carled? I don't think so." Yeah. No. Unless they saw it in the mirror, <laughs> reflected, and gone, wait a minute. Hang on. He's very clever, that Terry Nation, isn't he? He must have seen a lineup of dictionaries in the mirror and gone, yes, Dalek. I can't believe there's no one called Tarrant in the, uh, <laughs> in the cast. Go on then, what's uh, your next one? On the. Still sticking with Daleks. Yeah, yeah. The Daleks. Yeah. Ah, oh, I should have put the Daleks. It is. I. It's a bit boring. Mm, it is. It's a bit boring. I know people. Put it in high esteem, and ob- obvious reasons because it's the first Doctor Who, the do- uh, first Dalek story. It's the story that put Doctor Who on the map. You know, it saved Doctor Who from getting cancelled. Yeah. So. Why? What did Doctor Who say in it? <laughs> it's full of Arabs. <laughs> full of Arabs, yeah. Um, you know, but it is just seven episodes, and it doesn't take twenty-five minutes to jump across a crevice. <laughs> <laughs> As you know. Yeah. So, uh, it's just long. And especially once you've seen the film with Peter Cushing, which is so much better mm. in terms of the pace of the whole thing. It, 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 there's no, you've got no, no chance, has it really? Totally. I'm yeah. with you. I mean, I, I, I definitely would have had that on my list, I think. Yeah. Because um, whenever I do a watch through, mm. you know, I do An Earthy Child episode one, which is like, this is good. Then you've got the next three episodes. You're like, you're like oh, don't worry. It's the Daleks next. And even then, I sort of get... At the start, I'm like, okay, uh, yeah. this is dragging, this is dragging. And by the end, I'm just like, oh, give me the edge of destruction. And it's only two episodes. It's also that the Daleks aren't fully formed in that. Yeah. And, and they speak oddly compared yes. to what we think of a Dalek. Precisely, yeah. Um, so, yeah, totally. I, I, I could have had that on my list. I'm going to stick with Black and Whites. Yeah. Um, the Web of Fear. Yeah. I, I agree. I think it was probably yeah. because when it came out with Enemy of the World, yeah, uh, when they were discovered in, in 2013, everybody went, whoa, Enemy of the World, that's yeah. suddenly a great story. And then when, when The Web of Fear came out, it, was, it, it, it feels a bit like when people talk about uh, Tomb of the Cybermen being discovered. And yeah. they talk about the soundtrack being really atmospheric, and yeah. then you match it with the visuals. And I still think the visuals of Tomb of the Cybermen are great. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, like, I love Tomb of the Cybermen. I think a lot of people put Tomb of the Cybermen in their overrated oh, submissions they, yeah. on Twitter. Interesting. Um, and say that like the moon, rate, uh, moon base is kind of better, or if not, sort of on the same level. Yeah. Um, I love the moon base, too. I love, I love the moon I base. Like both of those stories. Totally. 
But um, the Web of Fear felt like when it came out, it, it sort of had that muted. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it... It was it was usurped by Enemy of the World, yeah. which everyone sort of thought, oh, this is a duff story. Mm. And then suddenly it was like, wow, this is a very clever and interesting story exactly. that no one really talked about. No. Um, because we all knew the the general gist of the web of fear. Mm. Like, even if you hadn't seen it, you all sort of knew, okay, he's set in the underground and there's yet he's wandering around. The iconography of it yeah. is more uh, iconic yeah. than the story itself. Yeah. And the fact you had the introduction of the brigadier in the story, yeah. but then you know it's not like it's a particularly great story for Colonel no. Lethbridge Stewart. And again, back to the six episodes thing, mm. could easily be down to a four-parter. It'd be go. a nice tight four-parter mm. as a sort of base under siege story. Yeah, um, it's not on my list, but kind of along the same lines. Fury from the Deep. Ah, now I have to say the animation totally raised that in my estimations because I listened to the. That, well, I watched the loose cannon reconstruction and I thought, well, this seems all right. Shame we can't watch it. And mm. then we wa- I watched the animation and I was like, I mean, it's yeah. fine. But I think I, the reason why I didn't put it on my list is because, well, I've not actually watched the story yes. as it should be seen properly. So I can't make an actual judgment on yeah. that. So that was off the cards. Yeah, great. But, but it was that whole thing, you know, that one is held in such high regard. Mm. Um and I guess until they ever find it, if they ever do, um, you know, we'll never know for sure. Let's see if there's any discoveries later this year. Yeah. Are you going to find any in New Zealand? Fury from the Deep? Uh, I'm going to try my very best. Yeah. I'll, I'll go around to every broadcaster and say, can I have a look in your shed? Yeah. Have you got any cans? Oh, it's turned to gloop. Never mind. Oh. Well, the gloop looked pretty good. So <laughs> I'd say Fury from the Deep is probably all right. <laughs> uh, oh, it's me, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Now, this is a, this, I wasn't really sure if I should put this on the list. And there's a reason why I put it on the list, but yeah. it's not a very good reason. Turn left. Now, okay. Everyone goes on about turn left and how wonderful it is. Yeah. And I don't know why. But mm. the reason why I don't know why is because I can't really remember what it's about. <laughs> I haven't watched it in so many years. Yeah, so... I, I think, I always see people go, oh, turn left is like this incredible piece of TV. And I think I remember watching it and thinking, oh, that was really good. Yeah. But it's never been a story that's really stuck with me. I do remember... I do remember, I say this like it's some weighty thing that's happened in my life, but being quite affected as a kid by seeing uh, the Tenth Doctor drop the Sonic being taken out of uh, the hospital um, and thinking, whoa, shit. And, you know, all the stuff with Wilf saying it's happening again and people being rounded up into camps and it's very, you know, years and years and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch it again. I think this is the thing. That's, mm. that's what I thought. I was like, do I put this on the list? Because the only reason it's on the list is because I, I can't remember it at all. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but I think every time I watch it, I enjoy it. Mm. But it's just one of the... Sometimes you just have those stories that... Yeah, it's good, but it's not all that. Yeah, but they just don't like leave a lasting impression. Mm. It's weird. Um, but... I, I think I was probably more affected by thinking about it by the next time trailer than it actually happening in the episode. Oh, yeah, of course. Because it's like, that. what is this about? Like, yeah. it's, it was such a... It felt like such a diversion from what Series 4 was going for. Yeah. And then you think, well, there's this almost like this sidestep episode where yeah. we're, you know, lit, well, obviously it is, and mm. we're going into a different timeline. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the, the Titanic crashing into Buckingham Palace. Yeah, yeah. And the big mushroom cloud over London and all yeah. that. And you think, whoa, actually, do you know what? 
you know, uh, I think that probably deserves a, a look yeah, at later this year. I was going to say, year. it needs a re-evaluation, yeah. that one. Um, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah. Give, give us another one, Matt, because I've, I've got quite a truncated list compared to you. Uh, well, the next one is Rosa. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because everyone really <sighs> raves about it. Yeah. And I think it's good. I don't think it's all that. I think it's the immediacy of it in the moment. I yeah. Think, I, I, and I think people are still carrying how they felt the night it went out. Because right. I remember watching it and turning to the person I was watching it with and going, do you know, I think they're going to show this in schools yeah. in the future. And now I'm kind of, however many years we are away from it, I'm like, I don't know if Crasco <laughs> no, the space racist is something you should really, yeah. you know. Um, it does feel a bit skin deep when you add that character into the mix. Yeah. If it was just a pure historical, yeah. I think we'd probably talk about it quite differently. I think we would too. Um, and, and I think that's what lets it down, mm. is that I remember that that stuff's in it. And I think... <laughs> and I think, you know, um, I, don't know the, I don't know the full picture of it, and, but Chris Chimmel having his name on the credits yeah, that's for it, I think muddies the water. Yeah. Uh, and you think... Was Crasco his? Was that his edition? Yeah. And I don't know if that's the case, yeah. but it would be really interesting to know, as with you know uh, Russell and, and, and Moffat era stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What How much is is your work? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I just for me, I think Rosa just feels like a missed opportunity to do a pure historical that could have been really quite something. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. Because all the stuff that's most affecting and that I can remember is like Ryan getting slapped. Yeah. And then Ryan and um, Yaz hiding behind the motel. Yeah. And they have like a conversation in a bar and somebody comes up and says, you're not welcome here. Yeah. And that's what that is. And, and obviously the last scene and the kind of race to, to, yeah. to the bus. Yeah. See, and that annoys me as well, that bit, because I don't know, I feel like the doctor would would say something, you know. When you think that in the previous series, the Tenth Doctor punches a racist in the face. I mean, obviously, I know the Doctor's now a woman and she's in a, a world where, or in a period of time where she would have got a slap around the face as well. So, I don't but know. Also, I, I think there should have, something should have been said. I don't know. I feel a bit... I think, I, I think though, you can't take that moment because that moment still in that universe still happens as it is yeah and they're just observers yeah i don't think you can have the uh, you know the doctor but a white woman yeah a white person yeah um uh, sort of grandstanding in the place of rosa parks oh that, no that's like her, oh, yeah, her yeah. moment oh, to yeah. do that oh, yeah, yeah so i guess i guess it's you, you can't really insert you can have an aside and they that's do all, they um, do they do sort of talk to each other a bit but are you saying you you wanted more of I just wanted in that scene in the cafe, which I think is quite early on in the story, just yeah, for it to is. just make just make a more yeah. of a remark to the person who's saying, you know, who's being a racist. Yeah. It just feels like she's quite passe about the whole thing. She's just like, oh, come on, let's go. But I guess it it almost makes it more dangerous. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That she like, I've got to be really careful what I say here. Yeah. Because they bring up Emmett Till a lot, obviously. Yeah. And we're getting into kind of real world conversations here, but yeah. I, I suppose. They they do that. They are as passive as they can be in the real world scenario that they're in. Yeah. But I, I do I do, do understand, understand what you're if, saying. It's I mean it's difficult. It's a mm. difficult one to 
Mm. How do you balance that? I guess it's the, you have that problem with any historical story, really. Where do you draw that line? But then I guess it's like, well, do you do you even tell that story anyway? I mean, obviously it's important to tell that story, but yeah. in the context you, of Doctor, Doctor Who, Who yeah. if you're just going to have space Nazi in there anyway. Yeah. And I, I, rem- I saw somebody mentioning um, uh, the Witchfinders on Twitter and sort of saying, you know, it's one of the biggest genocides in sort of history. Yeah. And yeah, it's treated quite frivolously yeah. in the context of the programme. So it's like we applaud the effort, but the execution, maybe we can yes. have a... May, maybe it's there to have a conversation about. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, you know, the, the story itself isn't doing the chatting and it's more yeah. the chatting that we have between ourselves, like even now, yeah. that's the important part of it. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Rosa, that's up there. I think we should get Chris Chibnall on this podcast, really. Yeah, I, think I mean, you did Gallifrey one. Why, <laughs> why wouldn't, you know, this why is such a on? welcoming space for Chris Chibnall, this podcast. Why wouldn't, <laughs> why wouldn't he come on? I mean, this side of the sofa yeah. is happy to have him here. Yeah, well, you better sit on that side because you won't be. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be lovely to have him. I'd love to talk to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, it would be fascinating, wouldn't yeah. it? I mean, I, I just want to ask, you know, China, China, China. What's the crap? Are <laughs> oh, you just Donald Trump? <laughs> China. Um, and my last one is, uh, I mentioned it earlier, the other, I think probably the weakest of the RTD finales until we get to series 14, who knows. Um, <laughs> Army of Ghosts and Doomsday. Oh, okay. It seems overinflated because of the, I love you, at the end. and the, but, but then it doesn't quite live up to the promise of this is the story of how I died. Because yeah, that that was such a like, whoa, what is going to happen in yeah. the story then when it went out? And then it's like, well, you're dead on the official register on, on yeah. our, in our universe. Yeah. Oh, okay. and, that, and that's sort of it. Yeah. And then Daleks versus Cybermen is impressive for maybe the first couple of CGI shots. Yeah. And then they have that barb across the screen back and forth, yeah. trading barbs. Why was that going, it. why was that such a big thing on, on TikTok? What? The, the, did I tell you about this? No, go on. Oh, I don't know what a tock tick is. A tock tick. Uh, so Boba at the Oxcast, who is a big fan of TikTok, she sent me this thing saying this Doctor Who thing is going crazy. You did on send me TikTok. this, yeah. And it was the the Dalek Cyberman exchange, and it was just people lip syncing to it. The same, just just the dialogue. Just the dialogue, wow. and I was like, what? And there was loads, hundreds of them, <laughs> wow. of all these random people, and she was like, all oh, the gays love this. And I was like, okay, I don't understand. I mean, it is it is it's probably sassy. the sassiest, yeah, yeah, of of the moments in Who that I can think of. But I was still like, what? Mm. I mean, it's like this is old. It's like twenty years old. This thing, and it's shit. Wow. Well, okay. I mean, if, fair enough. Who would who knew? If only I'd known that TikTok had taken to Army of Ghosts and Doomsday this much, I probably wouldn't have put it in my yeah. list, Matthew. <laughs> but there we go. It's not yeah, it's clearly not that overrated because and, and I th- like Torchwood feels like a thing that's being built up to all that season. Yeah. And then when you're like, okay, well, it's a secret organization, but then it sort of takes a back seat naturally to Daleks versus Cybermen, yeah. and then it's the Doctor and Rose, and then it's the Void, and then it's the separation, and then there's that. You know, and I I would put uh, Bad Wolf Bay up as one of the best scenes oh, yeah. in Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, you know, sort of maybe top 20, maybe not top 10. But it's, up, it's yeah. sort of up there. <laughs> um, but that's only because there's so much good Doctor Who. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and that that is a that is a good moment. And it's a great scene. Um, I still get choked up when I watch it. When I, I yeah. watched it on my last yeah. watch through, I was like, oh my God, I didn't, I didn't think that it would... 
tug at my heartstrings, but, but it really is very good. But there They're are, so there, good. There are, I, I said, well, the three people responsible for that. Yeah. Murray Gold. Yeah. Russell T. Davis, yeah. obviously, and Billy Piper. Yeah. Are the... David Tennant's great in that as well. Yeah. But he's sort of taking a backseat yeah. to everything that's sort of happening in front of him. Of there course, is yeah. almost that distance of, you know, I'm a... Uh, a ghost here yeah and the drama's unfolding on the bay and yeah. and, and those three people are responsible for that kind of <clears throat> yeah you know that emotion in that scene oh it's so good it's so good yeah uh, interesting I, um, yeah I, I, I can I can see what you mean though yeah I can see what you mean uh, well I've got two left go on they're me. all classic series stories ah um because I didn't want it to be too new. No, no, no. Because I don't want to get a reputation you know um, <laughs> so too late the, the first one is Quite surprisingly, for some, the mind robber. Yeah, that is kind of surprising, but it is something that I see a lot of people kind of. People, oh, it's all right. People really love it, mm. and I think it's really good. But I've never been really gushing over it. You know, I think it's doing something different and something clever, and I think episode one is really good. And then uh, again, it's five episodes. Could have been a bit shorter. I think. I don't know. I just don't. It. it to me, it just feels like a lot of running around after episode one, and you're just meeting different fictional characters. You know, so so what? What's the Hulk Hogan look like? The the, the so, carcass. Yeah, when it gets to that point, you're like, yeah. oh, come on, that's the point where to me it starts to waver a little bit. Yeah, I, it's it's great, but I've never held it in such high regard. Mm. Every time I go to watch it, I think this is a really good story, and then I watch it and I think. It's all right. The first episode is. The first episode is brilliant. But it, it, but like with the Daleks, it's like a lot of these stories rely on the weight of their first part. Yeah. And then when you actually get into it, it sure, I mean, there are moments where Stelic, um, and like um, with Hamish, what's his face, uh, that's replacing ingenious. Fraser. That is ingenious. Really clever. Yeah. And the Master, I think, is a really cool character in that yeah. story. But yeah, beyond that, not sure that there's an awful lot. Yeah, just more to comment on. No. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the last one um, is Ambassadors of Death. And it's on the it's on the list, Matthew. I know it's on the list. At some point, yeah. I think that might be one of the I first know. couple we do in in the new setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's only really got going for it, in my opinion. Uh, that. Van Leiden, what is the capital of Australia? Yeah, see, this is the thing, because Annie loves this story. And that was what she, when I said, I'm going to put it on the list, that's what she said to me. I was like, that's a brilliant moment. It's a superb cliffhanger. But it's seven fucking episodes of, oh, I'm going to run off over here, get captured. Oh, I'm going to escape. Oh, get captured and get put back in prison. And uh, I don't know. And isn't just, there, is, is, is there a character called Dog Tanyan in there? And they're really French? <laughs> Dog, Dog Tanyan. Something like that. There is uh, something like that. Uh, yeah, and, d- d- yeah. But then you've got some good action sequences of the unit. That's great, yeah. And and uh, Nicholas Courtney firing a gun and going, Ugh! Yeah. But no, but nobody takes the piss out of Nicholas Courtney doing that. Everybody's, no. you know, taking the piss out of Matthew Waterhouse going like that. Yeah, yeah, But no one yeah. talks about Nicholas Courtney wincing at firing a gun when he's supposed to be the brigadier. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, I can see why that would be on your list. Yeah, there's there's not really much there beyond that cliffhanger. I mean, I read the Target novelization and I loved it. And I thought, this is great. But when you put it into seven weeks of Doctor Who on telly, it's just like, ooh, mm. this, is going, this is going on too long. Four episodes would have been... It would have been a great four-parter. 
What, we, what we've taken away from this, I think, is that any Doctor Who episode that's six parts long... What Doctor Who episode justifies being six parts well, long? Well, again, we were talking about this last night as well. I mean, we sort of said... You should have a podcast with Annie. Well, this really? Was, this was with this Johnny as well. We were the three of us having like a nerd out about it's, uh, Don't worry, there is a podcast coming with just Matt and Annie. That is true. Uh, Star Trek, if you're interested. Yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I love the Sea Devils. That's a good six-parter. The Green Death is a great six-parter. Yeah. Um, how long is... Um, Seeds of Doom, but even then, Seeds of Doom... No, I think that... I think, yeah, but... I don't think it's overrated I because do, I don't see enough people talking about Seeds of Doom. That's a great story, Seeds of Doom. Um, uh, Terror of the Zygons? That's four episodes. That's four. Oh, okay. That feels like six parts. <laughs> uh, the Demons? I mean, that's five. I think that could be an episode shorter. Yeah, that could be an episode shorter. But it's not overrated. It's not overrated. It's really good. The characters in it are so good that yeah. it can kind of carry itself over the line. Yeah. And then you've got what's happening in the village and then there's trying to get out and yeah. the force field and then there's yeah. Al finally turning yeah. up and the master and yeah. Um, oh, well, there's something to ponder on. Mm. Um, let's have a quick uh, talk about the episodes that were on the, the, the 50 years yeah. uh, poll. Because I nearly looked at that. That we discussed. I'm glad that I didn't because obviously we did that last time. So Day of the Doctor was the top of the poll, which we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got a great quote from you here. By the time we get to the 60th, yeah, and you're like, what's that, in 10 years' time? Uh, Tom will be dead, probably. Wow. Oh, no, Tom. Sylvan Colin will be way too old to do anything. And they just come back. <laughs> How great is that? <laughs> um, but I, I think that still holds up as an overrated story because I, a lot of people, you know, gush about it. I, yeah. Did I not put that on my list? Mm, I don't think you said it. Oh, well, it was supposed to be. Well, go and watch the the Day of the Doctor review that we did live at Pandorica. Yeah, because um, we just ripped the shit out of it. Pretty much. We really did. But all the, everyone in the audience were really up for it because they were like jeering and jiving. And like, yeah! They know? were, they were. Yeah. Um, Blink came up. Yeah. Not enough Doctor. Genesis, not enough Daleks. Caves of Androzani. And you said... Deadly Assassin, not enough ass. <laughs> <laughs> you said well they're only all men anyway so it's the not case of Andrazani that bloody bat creature yeah I mean case of Andrazani is still brilliant I can, over, I can overlook that awful armadillo but, monster but isn't it interesting that like you know, and this goes to show how opinions change yeah. and differ that you know we have definitely warmed up to stories yeah. maybe we've cooled off on a couple as well yeah i think so but it goes to show that opinions can change yeah. on stories and and if that's anything to take away from this yeah. you know don't take what we're saying now as gospel because in 3 years time when we come round to do caves of androzani or yeah. whatever we may have more grievances because we of would course. have actually watched it and yeah, a lot yeah. of the time we're going off of our memories of it yeah. you know um city of death Silliness goes too far, we said. Wow, really? I, see, I thought about City of Death and I was like, no, that's a, it's such a good story. It like, is. When I watched it last time, mm. it's just so good. Talons of Wang Chiang. Oh, no, that's fabulous. There's some slight racism, you said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, slash that bloody rat. You, you know what? So we were, watching, we were watching The Crusade the other day and no one bats an eyelid at all the people blacked up in the crusade. That's because it's black and white, though. It's, it's harder to tell. 
<laughs> yeah, I know, I know. You know, know. what I mean? And yeah. I was like, poke fun at that. Yeah. Where does the Crusade get a pass? And Marvik Chen gets more of a pass than Marvik yeah. Chen should. But who plays Marvik Chen? What's the name of the actor? Kevin... Kevin Stoney. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Kevin Spacey. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Stoned. Uh, but he's so good. He's getting a mention, isn't he, in the... In the new series. Marvick Chen, yes. Yeah. yeah, he is. And then people got funny about that. Yeah. Oh, should, you shouldn't bring him up. Oh, he's a fucking fictional character. Come on, he's within, fictional. Let, within the confines yeah. of the programme, he is, I guess, uh, a, of Asian descent, you know. Well, of uh, some, some space... I think he's... Isn't he human or is he not? Oh, is he? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> Good podcast. God's truth when we come round to doing bloody Dalek's Master Plan. I mean, oh. that is... We'll probably have to split that episode into fucking 12. <laughs> Um, the Empty Child, The Doctor Dances. I said Captain Jack. More so probably now. <laughs> More so probably now, yeah. Uh, and you said the whole sex thing. The sex thing? Well, the whole, like, illusion oh, rules. Yeah. I'm trying to resonate concrete. Yeah. You know. Let's, oh, let's dance. <laughs> uh, the Pyramids of Mars. Everything on Mars. Yeah. That's coming up next. Yeah. Uh, human Nature, Family of Blood. Yeah, we said no, no, well, no, no, no. Uh, this, this, this was us going through the list of the top oh, like fifteen oh, fine, or something. Fair enough. I was like, are we saying that this is overrated? And, and we said because we were trying to find faults in all of these. So right, these, these, okay. these are only the faults we could draw out of these oh, fair episodes. Enough. Yeah. Um, Ten tripping over himself in the family ship at the end, which we for some reason had a problem with. But when I think about it now, I think well, that's a very typically Doctorish thing to do. Yeah. Like. If that was the seventh Doctor yeah. doing that, you'd go genius. Yeah, you true. know, like kind of a greatest show in the galaxy type yeah. thing. Yeah, um, but I think we were just on a bit of a tenant-hating bandwagon at that point. Yeah, so. probably. Goes to show opinions can change. Yeah. Uh, Bad Wolf parting of the ways. We said, dated by Trini and Susanna, weakest link and Big Brother. Wow. When when we talked about it, it's kind of the least important part of it the really entire is. thing. Yeah. So you know, uh, Terror of the Zygons. I said the Scarrison. Right. And also how it ends up just eventually relocating to London. Yeah. It kind of gets bored of the Scottish thing. And <laughs> yeah. It's just like, well, let's go where the action is. <laughs> uh, and finally, Dalek. We said Rose lecturing the Doctor, which I don't think is probably a fair thing no, to say I now. No, uh, And Adam. He's, he's such a... You've, I forget he was even in Doctor Who, so... I, I, I mean, given the accusations, it's best yeah, to uh, now. Yeah, that's, he's another one, isn't he? Damn. Um, Series one, Doctor Who, what was going on there? Okay. Casting all the wrong people. Let's have a look at um, what people submitted here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go through the list. I can immediately see Journey's End has popped up. Right. Blink. Yeah. Genesis of the Daleks. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Clark says, it's a good story, but it's by no means the masterpiece that people make it out to be. I feel it's too long. I mean, yeah. as we've said, sort of six parts, maybe not where Doctor Who's strength lies. Yeah. Ryan says, sorry about this, Matt. Pyramids of Mars. Yeah. Amazing build-up to a lacklustre final episode. Right. Uh, Leighton says, Earthshock. That is so wrong. Uh, ah. Or The Caves of Androzani. Okay. I will defend Earthshock. Because Earthshock comes up a lot in this list. I think because people say it doesn't feel like a Cyberman story. But I think it feels like the most Cyberman story ever. Right. It's that kind of, we're waiting, we're skulking. Yeah, it's Because really the Daleks cool. can't really do that. No. Unless they've got a ship yeah, hidden on the dark side of the moon or whatever. Yeah. The Daleks can't really skulk and hide. No. But the Cybermen can be a bit more sleuthy yeah. and a bit more, you know. Uh, the 11th oh, hour. Good at the shop. 
It's literally another version of The Girl in the Fireplace, according to Kieran. Uh, Power of the Daleks, it's probably one of my most watched stories. I desperately want to like it, but I don't get what people like about it. Outside of Whittaker's portrayal of the Daleks, I find it incredibly dull. It is a long one. It is a long one. That's another one that probably could have been a bit shorter. I love Power of the Daleks. It's probably my favourite. Quinton Review says, Logopolis is what people who don't watch Doctor Who think Doctor Who is like. Interesting. It's outrageously technical in a not very fun way the concept makes no sense and the plot flows at a horrible pace if it wasn't for the cinematic regeneration nobody would think highly of it wow it I would mean, be another sludgy bid meaty script yeah so I mean, we, we loved it when we reviewed it we recently. did we, we, we were very complimentary but i get the technobabble i get that it feels embedded in sort of like i, I feel like i need to have done like kind of homework yeah to kind of get into this uh, Cyberman Elf says Razor Shield Tomb of the Cybermen I just didn't really get it mind you I haven't seen it since I was about nine mm. I just distinctly remember being underwhelmed and couldn't see why it was considered one of the greats especially when things like the invasion are right there yeah maybe the invasion could be considered an overrated story I mean it's certainly longer than it needs to be because mm-hmm. it's eight episodes that is that is long um, Somebody else who is obscenely wrong, uh, Tharys, Earthshock. Let's see what Tharys has to say. He just bought us Earthshock Cyberman, Ed. Let, don't get me wrong, it's good. It's a good story. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you by your word here. But take out the death, about Drick, uh, and it would not be as highly regarded as it is. I don't think that's no, true. I, I think, think that's, that's an true. added bonus. Yeah. That you've got rid of Matthew Waterhouse. <laughs> Uh, the uh, Cybermen could basically be swapped for any villain. No. Not really. It's because you, cause you've got the iconography of busting out of the yeah. silos. And also, it just feels so intrinsically linked to the Cybermen, that story. That shock reveal and having yeah. not been in the, in the series for, for so long. long. Yeah. I, it feels like Earthshock. And that might, this might just be me considering it because I think it, it's probably my favourite Doctor Who story ever really wow. I think so I mean I mean, Caves of Androzani Earthshock and Genesis yeah oh sorry Curse of Peladon yeah, Caves yeah. of Androzani we can probably talk about it some other time yeah uh, Curse of Peladon <laughs> you Peter Davison uh, yeah you know no, no. <laughs> um, Earthshock Genesis um, and uh, Curse of Peladon are on the same line to right. me as like peak Doctor Who yeah uh, and maybe it's because it exists in this bubble in my head but it's like Earthshock feels like a moment in time in the same way Genesis does. Yeah. It like it defines that era. Yeah. In the much in much the same way I feel like Genesis defines Tom. Earthshock sort of defines the 80s as like the best 80s story. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because so many stories after that try to be Earthshock and never quite get it right. Totally. Like Resurrection of the Daleks is trying to be like Earthshock but doesn't quite get it. Mm. Um yeah, so I, I, I agree with what you're saying there. Tharys um, goes on to say, wrongly, it drags in the middle, and honestly, I find attack more fun. Attack is more fun. Attack is fun. Hang on a minute. No, it's not. It's far more depressing, because everybody dies at the end, yeah. and at least a couple of people get away in Earthshock. Yeah. Um, the person you want to die dies in Earthshock. <laughs> <laughs> um, Soggy Chicken says Earthshock as well. Wow. Uh, Jack D. Evans, uh, listen. Destroy them, destroy them at, at once. once. Bang. I mean, that cliffhanger alone 
is so good. Yeah. I mean, David Banks just steals the show. Uh, what a legend. Yeah. What a lovely bloke as well. Uh, listen seems to get quite a lot of hype over the years as one of those really yeah, creepy listen. Moffat oh, stories. Oh, I agree. But it's not very scary and pretty boring. Great lines from Capaldi as usual, but to me the episode is just mediocre. Midnight is, is a mediocre midnight with no threats. Yes, I, I find agree. it very forgettable. I agree. The the iconography of the thing underneath the bedsheet. Yeah. But then... That's sort of gone from my mind. I remember, I remember when it aired, people were raving about it. and I, was, I think I was. I was like, what? And, and the, the image of the Doctor meditating on top of the TARDIS. Oh, yeah. Which to me was like, that's like the 12th, that's the 12th Doctor. Yeah. And uh, all the candles in the TARDIS. That looked great. That looked great. They should have kept that. But it's like that Moffat thing where you want something tangible enough to understand what the threat is, but he strings you along enough to sort of make you think we're going to find out what it is. Yeah. And then it's almost like that sort of um, uh, twice upon time. Yeah. It's not an evil plan. Yeah. It's like, oh, but you were so close. Yeah. You were so close. Yeah. And, and, and the image of that thing under the bedsheets is so creepy. Yeah. But it doesn't really go the full... So I think that's it. It's like sometimes you, he tries to be clever for the sake of being clever and it doesn't work. You know, sometimes... Sometimes you want... That's that era in so, that shelf. Yeah. Me. I mean, sometimes you want the monster under the bed to actually be a monster under the bed. And then, of course, let's not even get into the whole Clara thing under the doctor's bed, grabbing his ankle and all that wank. That is pure wank. That is pure wank. Um, the robots of death, says Matthew Purchase. <laughs> yes. Don't say what you were going to say. Because <laughs> I had it in my head as well. Never understood were why... you going to say... Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Robots of Death. Never understood why it's loved so much. Yes, the robot designs are amazing, but that's all. I much prefer the face of evil. No. I don't prefer the face of evil no, to that story. not at all. Um, the face of evil's great, but I think... I love how this has been like, look, it's entirely subjective. <laughs> but this is us saying you're fucking wrong. You're fucking wrong. Um, uh, Bradley Edward Charles... Heaven sent. It's a boring, lacklustre story with no true weight. Putting aside Rachel Talele's... Uh, Talali? Talele? Talele, I think. Uh, stellar direction, Murray Gold's beautiful score and Peter Capaldi's terrific performance. It's a script that leaves a lot to be desired and is downright unsuitable for children. Interesting, really? Hmm. I wouldn't say it was unsuitable for children. What's unsuitable Compared for to most Doctor Who stories that are kind of like, you know... I it's mean, not Mary Whitehouse wouldn't have complained about that. Um, don't know. The Doctor does get killed a bazillion times in but, brutal but, ways. But the Doctor, you know, if we're to do the whole timeless ch children thing... Yeah, I mean, the thing... It, they've died millions of times. Yeah, and I guess really, you know, it's... It's it's a cartoon death, isn't it? Because you know that he dies, but he gets back up again. Exactly. You know, it's like Coyote and... Wiley Coyote. Yeah. Totally, you know. totally. So... Uh, lots of Genesis of the Daleks. Lots of Genesis of the Daleks. Wow, yeah. Uh, Silver Nemesis, as I think Remembrance of the Daleks was stronger. That's, yeah. I, mean, I don't think Silver Nemesis is no, rated. It, it isn't, but generally. I, I, I think it's great. Yeah, I know, I know you like I it. I would I mean, say it borders I, underrated. Not quite, because yeah. it's, it's sort of daft enough for me to think I can understand why people yeah. would think this is just rubbish yeah. but I think there are moments in it it's like Saturday morning comic strip Doctor Who exactly like comic Doctor Who um, The Haunting of Villa Diodati and Village of the Angels they're both good but I find them so flat I personally think there are better Jodie episodes out there interesting you find me a better episode than those two I know I was thinking that of Jodie's like, era I mean especially now that 
I'm sort of reconsidering my position on Rosa. Yeah. After our deep theological conversation on that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Power of the Doctor goes without saying because we both thought that was because people were raving about that. Yeah, but they? that's that's recency bias. Yeah. I get like give uh, it a few years. You know. I mean, we but we also said that in that review of overrated episodes about Day of the Doctor, but, and I sort of feel like a lot of people are still. I don't know. I mean, I think that. after we did Pandorica, maybe it was just because of the the type of Doctor Who fans that were in the, the room. Other, yeah. You know, but they did feel like a... The kind of Doctor Who fans that like Day of the Doctor don't go out much, is what Matt's saying. <laughs> I was just saying that they may be younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A younger, a younger fan. But, it's, but it, is, it feels like more of an anniversary for the new series. Exactly. Than it does why for I the whole it, of the show. Yeah. So I think for us oldens. Um, yeah. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see what they do with the 60th. Yeah. If it's if it's another go around of doing yeah. a new series celebration. Yeah. Well, I mean, they won't be celebrating the last five years. They'll be forgetting that happened. <laughs> Thank you for watching the review of Death. We hope you've had fun. This was the overrated episodes episode. Uh, stick around to enjoy more daft fun uh, from the two of us. <laughs> uh, that's me trying to sign off before you drag the Jodie Whiskey era oh okay underwater anymore we're doing Pyramids of Mars next Pyramids of Mars is next not now not like right now like previously announced because I realised that the episode literally comes out on my birthday exactly so, so and it's his favourite story and yeah. as, as we are wont to do we talk about our favourite stories on our birthday mm. so when it comes to mine later in the year we'll do either I guess Earthshock or Genesis yeah Ooh. Oh, exciting. Um, it's exciting. But we've got Pyramids of Mars to look forward to, which is which is even more exciting. Yeah. Oh, gosh, shit, I've got to get you a birthday present before I go then in that case. You, so I, you can open I am it on still camera. waiting for your Christmas present to ship. I had an email about what? it saying 28th of February, we, it should be shipping. Well, uh, as we've learned from this story, Matthew is easily scammed on the internet by <laughs> things that will never turn it up. It's from a reputable <laughs> business. Yeah? Yeah. Did they message you on Instagram? No. They with a link saying, we want you to be our no, brand no, no, ambassador. No, no, Come and look at my OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, thanks very much for watching, everybody. I uh, you and YouTubers uh, <laughs> uh, like, used panties. Well done. I'm very, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, very I'm, I'm very grateful for that, Matthew. <laughs> you can huff them on your flight to New Zealand. I think we end it there. <laughs> thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, support the podcast with a like and a and a share, and you can go and support the Patreon yeah. as well. You probably won't after this. You'll probably be thinking, "You just lambasted all of my favourite stories, you bastards." Well, Goodbye. then you've got no sense of humour, so <laughs> yeah. we don't want you as a Patreon. Bugger off. See you later. Goodbye. Goodbye.